Greetings to listeners all around the world. Welcome to Safe Dividend Investing's podcast number 140 on November 2nd of 2023. My name is Ian Duncan McDonald. In today's podcast, I'll be answering three interesting investment questions. The objective of my books, my website, and my podcast are to show all those seeking financial independence how to become informed, confident, successful, self-directed investors. Question number one. What are the benefits of investing early and wisely in the stock market? Suppose on December 30th of 1983, a wise young investor had purchased 1,000 shares of financially strong stocks such as the Royal Bank. It is traded on both the New York Stock Exchange and the Toronto Stock Exchange under the stock symbol RY. He would have paid $34.38 a share for a total investment of $34,380. For $30,000 in 1983, you could have purchased a very nice condominium apartment or a small house. This was a significant sum 40 years ago. This wise young investor now had held on to those 1,000 shares and reinvested their quarterly dividend payments for the next 40 years. How would he have benefited? That stock has split on a two-for-one basis three times since then, in 1990, 2000, and 2006, he would now own 8,000 shares. On September 29th of 2023, the Royal Bank share price closed at $118.70. That initial investment of $34,380 would now be worth $949,600. This is a return of about 2,662% or 8.7% on a compounded annual basis. Furthermore, over those 40 years, quarterly dividends were paid. If all those dividends had been reinvested back into additional Royal Bank shares, the initial investment would have grown at a compound annual rate of slightly more than 13%. Today, it would be worth more than $4.5 million. During the 40 years, inflation averaged 2.48%. Compared to the share gain, inflation would have been inconsequential. Taxes on the capital gain and dividend payments need not have been a problem if the shares have been registered in a tax-free retirement account. Capital gain would only have occurred if the shares had been sold, and they never were. Well, this 
is a good illustration of the benefits of buying a financially strong stock while young and never selling it. The chances of someone holding on to any stock for 40 years are probably slim. Unexpected needs for cash can occur over 40 years. This is why diversity is important. For safety, what you want in a portfolio that you intend to hold and make no changes to for 40 years is to initially invest your money equally in 20 financially strong, diverse stocks. Like the Royal Bank, all these strong stocks should have decades of ever-rising share prices and dividend payouts. With such a portfolio, if something unusual were to occur with any one stock, the impact on the total portfolio strength and growth would be minimal. Such a diverse stock portfolio also acts like an insurance policy. It can be drawn upon in an emergency, liquidating all or part of any one of the 20 stocks to generate needed cash would have minimal impact on your retirement portfolio. Is it a lot to put together such a portfolio of strong stocks? It need only take a few hours. The intention is to only select your 20 stocks once in 40 years. Unlike a speculator, you're not going to encounter the stress of constantly trying to find and buy stocks cheaply so you can sell them at a higher price to show a portfolio gain. Since you personally pick your stocks and know they are strong, other than perhaps quarterly reviews to confirm they are still strong and paying their dividends, you're going to leave them alone. Even the work of initially picking these stocks has been simplified. You can go to one of the following two reference books. New York Stock Exchange 106 Best High Dividend Stocks or Canadian High Dividend Investing. The work of scoring and sorting the stocks has been done. All the stock you will need to consider are listed there. Their 24-year history of share prices and dividend payments can be immediately seen. Out of 16,000 stocks available in North America, you are down to considering only a few hundred. Question number two. How many shares should a beginner buy? It is not a matter of how many shares you should buy. It is more a matter of how much money do you have to invest in the shares of many companies. It does not matter if you buy 100 shares at $100 each or 10,000 shares at $1 each. If they both are giving you a 5% return, you're going to both receive the same return on your investment. No one 
can accurately predict the future of share prices. No matter how financially strong a company is now, unforeseen disasters can and do occur. Hurricanes, invasions, floods, changes in technology, forest fires, and more can do serious damage to a company that you invest in. You want to spread your investment money equally among several strong companies who are in different industries and in different geographic locations. Shares in 20 companies would be a good objective. If one strong company is impacted by a disaster, that disaster would then be impacting only 5% of your total portfolio. Gains in the other 19 companies would easily offset the impact of that disaster through their dividend payments and the increases in their share price. The important factor to profitable investing is to invest in financially strong companies with long histories of ever-increasing share prices and high dividend payouts. If, as a new investor, you are not sure how to identify financially strong companies, obtain a copy of the New York Stock Exchange's 106 Best High Dividend Stocks or a copy of Canadian High Dividend Investing 216 Scored Stocks. These books not only identify how to identify strong companies, but they supply a stock scoring matrix which allows you to first score stocks and then sort them from strongest to weakest. Learn more about these books at www.informus.ca. For quick, easy portfolio building, these books present hundreds of strong stocks that have already been scored and analyzed. At a glance, you can see 24 years of share price and dividend payouts on each of the listed stocks. Companies, like people, are creatures of habit. You are looking for companies who have been consistently paying out dividends of more than 5% of their share price value for years, even during the stock market crash years of 2000, 2008, and 2020. This dividend growth should be accompanied by annual share price gains, most years exceeding 12%. If you are investing for the first time, it is unlikely that you will have hundreds of thousands of dollars to invest in 20 stocks. This does not mean that you cannot establish a master investment plan. Perhaps you may only have $5,000 to invest. To invest $5,000 among 20 stocks is inefficient. It would work out to an investment of only $250 in each stock. To invest so little 
is hardly worth the effort and fees to establish the portfolio. You would soon lose interest in your portfolio. A better strategy when you have little to invest would be to identify the 20 strongest best stocks you want for your portfolio. You then invest your first $5,000 in the strongest of the 20 paying the highest dividend. As you save and accumulate the next $5,000, you pick the second best stock that you will next invest in, and so on. You do this until all 20 have been purchased. The second stock becomes easier to buy because you have started to receive some dividend income to help you with the next stock purchase. By initially investing in the best of the 20 stocks, you minimize encountering any negative surprises during this building phase. With each stock purchase, you minimize the probability of an unforeseen disaster hurting your portfolio. When you invest at least $5,000 in a stock, you are making a serious investment commitment. You are less likely to lose interest in the investment process or be distracted by a temptation to sell the stock or buy something that does not help you to meet your overall investment objective. All 20 stocks should be purchased with the belief that you will never sell them. By the time all 20 stocks are purchased, you'll have a portfolio worth more than $100,000. It will be generating more than $6,000 a year in dividend income. If you keep investing your dividend income back into the 20 stocks, you should expect the value of that portfolio to double within five years. This growth portfolio factor will accelerate even faster as the years go by. If your objective is financial independence, it will be achieved sooner than you may have expected. Once it is achieved, you can sit back, relax, and start to live off your ever-rising dividend income. For the dividend investment strategy to work, it requires that you be a self-directed investor. If you involve investment advisors, we will try to direct your investment dollars into mutual funds and not individual dividend stocks. Mutual funds will eat up too much of your income with their fees, charges, and commissions. Each year, you can expect to lose 2.5% or even more of your portfolio's value to pay the investment advisor, his employer, and the mutual fund company. These fees are deducted whether the mutual fund makes or loses money. Mutual funds are not safer than carefully chosen dividend stocks. 23 years ago, I lost $300,000 in the mutual fund 
an advisor put my money into. That is what motivated me to become a successful self-directed investor. I have found investment advisors seem to know very little about investing in financially strong companies paying high dividends. There is no easy way for them to make a living selling clients on investing in high-dividend stocks that require little in the way of management. With mutual funds, you will have no control over where your money is being invested. Unable to see what is going on with your investments, it can become too easy to accept mediocre results instead of scoring the stocks to see if they are still strong even though their share prices may have temporarily declined. It is very difficult to lose money investing in the common shares of strong dividend-paying companies. Avoid the temptation of speculating in whatever is being promoted this week as being the quick, sure path to instant wealth. If you and millions of others are hearing of a hot investment just now, then you have missed the gravy train. Successful investing is very much one about patience and common sense. Question number three. If you have a lot of money, but have never been good at investing or manage your finances, what is the safest, best way to invest? If you have a lot of money, the first thing you must recognize is that this has made you a target. If your wealth becomes public knowledge, then expect a mob to appear at your door. This mob will include financial advisors, representatives of charities, bankers, acquaintances you have not seen in years, relatives down on their luck, those seeking a mate, and sellers of all manner of luxury goods. Their objective is to transfer as much of your wealth from your pocket to their pocket. Thus, it is important that you keep as low a profile as possible. Avoiding these highly motivated parasites is very much a matter of you managing your own ego and its desire to flaunt your wealth to gain admiration of those impressed by how much money you may have. Admiration is not going to keep your money safe. Thus, no flashy cars, no 20-room mansion, no gold bling, and no expensive, frivolous toys to create the envy of others. Even if you stuck all your money in a bank savings account, making minimal interest, you would at least be able to hang on to it longer than sharing it with your newfound friends. Your number one objective is to preserve your wealth and to grow it. Why is it necessary to grow your wealth? Because if it is not growing, it is being eaten by inflation. Over the last 100 years, the average inflation rate has been 3.5%. Recently, it has been higher than 5%.
Without growth, the true value of a portfolio that has not been well invested would have at least 35% less value than it does now in 10 years. You need to invest to at least offset inflation. The safest, easiest way for someone to invest and not lose money is to invest in the common shares of financially strong companies paying high dividends. This gives you two revenue streams of rising share prices and dependable dividend payouts. Companies whose share prices have increased almost every year for the last 24 years are most likely to keep on increasing. They may have paused or shrunk a bit during the market crashes of 2000, 2008, and 2020, but they soon regained their momentum. Companies, like people, have established characters. Their methods of achieving high profits are passed down from one generation of executives to the next generation. If the thing that gains respect within the corporation is to beat last year's sales and profit targets, then you can expect this habit to continue for years to come. The same pride is shown in dividend payments. It is even easier for them to increase dividend payments each year because the executives control the paying of dividends. They do not control their share prices. They can only influence the speculators who bid against each other for the company stocks. If you do not know how to identify financially strong stocks, then review the material displayed in the website www.informus.ca. Hundreds of the strongest stocks paying the highest dividends can be found there. Choose the best 20. Distribute your fortune equally among the 20 with the strongest scores paying the highest dividends. Look at the historical charts available that show steady share price and dividend yield percent increases. The 20 stocks, if they are represented by several different industries, will be a haven for your fortune. You can now sit back and live off your ever-rising dividend income. For each million dollars you have invested, expect to generate a dividend income of between $60,000 and $90,000. This suddenly brings your fortune down to earth. You now have limitations as to what you can spend safely without touching the money-making machinery you have put in place. It is a form of discipline in managing your finances. The portfolio will almost take care of itself. Your intention will be to never sell it. You'll see the dividend income coming in every month so you know it is still there. In a way, it is like investing all your money in an apartment building where you are collecting the rent every month. Like property, your portfolio is appreciating every month. However, unlike real estate, you're not paying money out every month on heating, cooling, maintenance, land tax, insurance, and all the other expenses and time-consuming effort real estate requires. 
No one is required to chase down slow-paying tenants or deal with tenant dispute issues. Also, unlike real estate, in an emergency, you can sell a few shares of one of your stocks if you really needed more cash than your monthly flow. The money will be in your bank account the next day. As a self-directed investor, you might have to pay a fee of as much as $9, no matter how much was involved in selling the stocks. Selling real estate incurs thousands of dollars in real estate agent commissions, lawyers' fees, and other charges. It can take months to sell an apartment building and then wait for months for the deal to close. No one can accurately predict the future. It is very easy to get used to being financially strong and independent, being totally in control of a strong dividend portfolio is very liberating. Why put your wealth at risk? Why create work for yourself? Thanks for listening. If you wish more information on investing and stock scoring, please visit my website, www.saferbetterdividendinvesting.com. Thank you.